You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Friends, fans, and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the show. Before we get to the show, you know what you got to do. Hit us up on all those social media outlets. Go on to the uh, Twitter and hit us up at TNWPod. Go and hit us up on the Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast at Instagram.com. On Facebook, we're at Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. We're also on Spotify, so go to Spotify and give us a follow, and you now can give us a star rating on, on the uh, Spotify as well, so please do that. And while you're on Spotify, go check out uh, Casey Corbin, give me a five-star rating, uh, or give me a follow as well. I'd appreciate that. I have four albums out there, and you can listen to, pro- and I'll tell you right now, lots of laughs in all those albums. Um, what else can I tell you? We are on iTunes, so rate, review, subscribe, give us a favorable review, a rating, uh, help grow the show, and we appreciate that even more. Uh, so lots of excitement going on. Um, yeah, so check us out. That's where we are. Find us there, and uh, yeah, let's do this show. Ladies and gentlemen, all the way from over six feet away, my good buddy, uh, it's time for Reese Turner. Oh, you slippery son of a bitch. How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm getting along. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I yeah. think I'm happy. I'm telling yeah. myself I'm happy. Good. It's a crazy time in Canada. Still in crazy. lockdown. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a trucker. And then you're trucking all across Canada. I don't know what's going on. You don't give a fuck. You're in a truck, baby. I know. You're getting a blowy. I know. And if I guess truckers are they're saving Canada now. In America, they used to just arm wrestle for the custody of their grandchildren and move goods and services. Apparently, I hate. I I'd hate to be the guy that tells those truckers that once uh, if they can beat up old Justin Trudeau, it still doesn't matter because the U.S. has the same shit in place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And why are they going to Parliament Hill on a Saturday? They don't even. They do, don't. They, they don't understand. They don't even do yoga on Saturdays at Parliament Hill. Shit. They don't do shit on Parliament Hill. <laughs> they don't do shit on Parliament Hill on Saturday. They barely do shit on Parliament Hill throughout the week. Barely. But this is not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about wrestling. We got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Oh, my God. We're just like, I wasn't even going to do the show today. We're going to take the week off and then, you know, and watch the Rumble and figure things out. And then, but then all of a sudden, I'm like, well, we got the Rumble, so we got to talk about the Rumble. And then, holy shit, AEW last night was just insane. But we, even going back to Raw, I want to go back to Raw and even talk about how entertaining. The um, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley weigh-in was, first of all, the last weigh-in I saw was on AEW, and was, oh, yeah. and it, the weigh-in was the most, uh, oh, you can tell they don't rehearse things because it was the most poorly script. Like there were, <coughs> they, they had no sense of blocking. They, <coughs> they yeah. had Big Show standing in front of the scale. The scale yeah. is important to see in a weigh-in. For scale, is even. <laughs> you know? Get it? So you For don't scale. even need Big Show standing in front of it. And it was Cody Rhodes and weighing in with somebody else. I can't even remember. But AEW did it so poorly that I was like, oh, I don't ever want to see another weigh-in again. But this one was done so well done. Nobody's blocking anybody. Everybody's there. You can see them. The, the weight scale is huge. Uh, Brock Lesnar, I got to tell you, I love Brock Lesnar, and I love, I love the comedy of Brock Lesnar. Like, Brock Lesnar is only doing what Brock Lesnar wants to do, and yeah. he's making the choices to be this guy. 
Yeah, exactly. He's having fun. He's he, killing moose in his spare time, having some chuckles on TV for work. Yeah, he's having a great time. He's six feet away from everyone up here in Canada. Nobody lives within six million feet away from him. You know, the truckers, they probably drove, actually the truckers would have had to drive right by him, right by his compound. He said, don't you fucking come in here. Don't you fucking come in here. He's got a phone out at the end of his driveway. Yeah, I'll just, suplex you all no the way to Parliament. houses, just paper cups and ropes. Um, <laughs> that he's made out of paper cups and people. I know, that's how he talks to Sable when, he, when they're upset at each other. Sable, pick up the phone. And it's just a paper cup. Paper from, cup. Yeah, meanwhile, they have an old school vent like in their uh, on their kitchen floor, which is the, ba- the, the bedroom floor as well. You ever see those, <laughs> the, the vents that you just open up, you can put your fists through? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. old houses. That's so, what yeah. they have, but they just put the paper cup through and they talk, Rita, uh, are you really mad at me because I accidentally called the table the stable, sable? You know, and uh, <laughs> and who knows? But hey, dynamite. So anyways, their weigh-in was great. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. That's a match that I've been waiting to see for a long time. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, fuck, it's just so, so awesome. So that's where we'll start, but then I just want to go right to Dynamite and talk about. Wait, wait, wait. let's let's linger in Raw a little bit because I got something I want to talk about from the old Ross, the old Raw over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I figure we'll end on the Rumble stuff, but uh, yeah, okay. but yeah, so, yeah. So I'm gonna jump to the uh, this part. Uh, I get it. Matt Riddle smokes weed. Yes. Did we have to do the joke? I calibrate. Okay, number one, a fucking spelling bee. We have a spelling bee in a professional wrestling fucking atmosphere. Uh, and we have a spelling bee. And then we decide, okay, we're going to get the stoner in there. Yeah, yeah, we'll put the stoner in. And then we'll see if he can spell word. And then, like, man, that whole segment was so fucking painful to watch. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I saw it and I was and like, I uh, no, thank you. Like I, I so like bad. that they're they're doing stuff. Like, is like this is where you want Randy Orton in this match. You want him in this match. Please let him win the fucking Royal Rumble. Please uh-huh. save his. Please save Randy Orton's career from dipping. You know, like I know you don't have to save his career. It's already been brilliant, but yeah. Jesus Christ! Like, come on, from Evolution to this, to this, this is where he's at. He's Randy fucking Orton. Like no, I don't. I don't listen. I like this is Randy. I don't mind Randy. No, and and, and like <laughs> I said, uh, like Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton's only doing what Randy Orton wants to do. So, and we all know Randy likes to also smoke. We don't talk about that, yeah. but the Viper likes to vape. I think everyone knows that. So. You know, Randy probably enjoys calling him Riddle every now and again. You know? But they don't talk about it. So, yeah. you know, and uh, and I think that's the truth. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, nothing. No. But I don't like how they're like, oh, let's we'll make the stoner seem stupid, and then he'll spell the word right. Well, oh. It's just ster- such stereotypical, lazy writing. You know what I yeah, mean? A lot of lazy writing. Yeah, because 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 stoners have no capability of being intelligent. No, the Beatles never wrote anything good. No, listen, no, they've never written a book, never written a screenplay, never written all this great music. No, Nothing. they don't write. And they've, been, so, and, they, and they've never smoked drugs. Never. No, no, that's a bad look, bro. Bad look. The Beatles are like, <laughs> whenever people tell me drugs and marijuana are bad, I was, and then you'll go nowhere. The first thing I say is, you like those Beatles? The Beatles yeah, yeah. are the example of yeah. you can smoke drugs throughout your entire career and you're going to be okay. Yeah. As long as you still have talent and you still push it. Yeah, you know. exactly. But I say the same thing about cocaine and, and David <laughs> Lee Roth. Have, have you heard David Lee Roth? 
I have like, dude, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I, know. I love. He's honestly, I have this talk all the time. He's one of the last great front men of rock music. Might as well, bam, look at him. Oh, look at look, that look, beauty. Look at that. He would have been a great wrestling manager. Dude, oh yeah, like look, this is the skyscraper tour uh, book. That's so great. Um, that's so great. That's I'm just so great. that's just within my arm's reach. <laughs> so yeah, um, no, I fucking I love David Lee Roth, and uh, look at David Lee Roth's influence on wrestling. Without David Lee Roth and his fashion sense, there would be no Rock and Roll Express. Without the Rock and Roll Express, Randy Macho Man Savage. You, no, so many people uh, stole his style and flair and flash from the eighties. And uh, Stone Cold's Michael first... Michael P.S. Hayes. Michael P.S. Hayes. The, the robe, very David Lee Roth. Um, Stone Cold Steve Austin's first entrance music ever was Unchained by Van Halen. Uh, so that's David Lee Roth. You know, uh, David Lee Roth, uh, his influence not only on rock and roll, but pop culture itself was... Well, well, he'll tell you it's fucking all it's fantastic, you know. So <laughs> I love him so much. Yeah, he's, he's <coughs> Bozy Bop. Um, yeah, he's the best. The uh, Dynamite this week, they this is like a pay per view that they're just throwing on in the middle of the week. Okay, <laughs> let's start. Let's start with its name. What's the name, Casey? What was the name? Ba- beach at the Brawl, Beach at the Bash, Bash at the it was Beach, like Beach Break. Beats break, break beats break, Kit Kat. Where was where was the episode taped? It was in Cleveland. Famous for their beaches, I they fucking loved well, it. They are on Lake Erie, are they not? Uh yeah, very very famous beaches of the the sun washed shores of Lake Erie. Yeah, they're on. I love it. That's I'm just saying. It's so funny to me that they chose to have their beach break show not when they're in Florida ever, where they're all the time, but they have it in fucking Ohio. They go they're like yeah, beach break. <laughs> yeah, well, nobody's Whatever. at the beach Whatever. in Ohio. I'll tell you. I mean, nobody's at the beach. Yeah, yeah, they're in Ohio. Nobody's at the beach in Ohio. You know, it's amazing. It was. I loved it. I loved it. But what a show! What a show! From start, like you said it's a pay per view quality show. Pay per view quality show in the middle of the week. Okay, here's here's the crazy thing. Um, I got the pleasure of watching it at my friend's place where I had dinner. And he's not a wrestling fan per se. He doesn't mind it, but he doesn't really watch it. So he's like, he wanted to watch what I wanted to watch. And I brought my roommate Jeff as well, Jeff McHenry, uh, who will be with us next week for the uh, Royal Rumble report. Uh, so we uh, we go to my friend Michelle Shaughnessy, who's a very funny comedian. And her husband is Stefan Brogren, who is Canadian acting legend uh, from Degrassi. Like Degrassi uh, High oh, or geez. Junior High, all the way through to the last Degrassi that was on. So he uh, is—he's known as Degrassi's Mr. Simpson, as Snake, as uh, Archie. You know, the, these are his names. Anyways, he's my friend Stefan, and we're over at his place, and we're watching Raw. I mean AEW, Diamond. and the first Diamond. match is this ladder match. Where he he's watched Raw, he has no idea. He goes, so what is this, and how is it different? And I'm saying, oh, it's not. It's kind of grittier than You're WWE. Like and, Look. And I said, yeah. And he's like, what are the ladders for? I'm like, this is a ladder match. And then I explained the idea of a ladder match to him. Yeah. So he understood. I was like, the first one to climb up and get their belt uh, wins. And he goes, well, why is there two belts? And I was like, because. They both had a championship, but one guy didn't lose it. He just had to leave. He came back, and they both had belts. So now they're they're, um, to unify the they're unifying the titles. And uh, and I said, this is going to be an amazing match. He's like, and how they long? did not let you down. And he goes, how long? And I was like, probably be a half an hour at least, like twenty yeah. minutes. Now, wow, um, yeah, so yeah. many. So many things. Okay, first of all, I'll just say, like, this match was insane. Yes, and I want to say it was almost insane to a, pa- uh, to a part of, I feel, 
that was insane to a fault. Like, the ladder, the, I don't, okay, yes, the the idea of a ladder match is to create drama with the ladder. Yeah. That's the idea. But now that's it's how because, it started. That's, that's how, how it started. started. But yeah. now the idea is to how many, many ways can we use this ladder as a weapon and yep. incorporate it into yep. the match as something new. So they're always trying to think of something new to yeah. elevate the bar of, uh, yeah, of, well, of like, look match. who's kicking around. Look who's kicking around in that promotion, right? Like, you have, arguably, you have two of, like, the biggest, like, people that are known for ladder matches probably in wrestling today with with Christian and uh, what's his, what's his face there? And Matt Hardy. Thank yes. you very much. Like, Matt Hardy and his brother Jeff and Christian and Edge used to put on those changed how people looked at ladder matches. Jericho was in the first Money in the Bank. Yeah, Jericho too. Like, there's a lot of like, and so when you're putting on a match, they're like, look what they could draw from, and you're lucky that you have two very gifted performers there together. And I like that it was Sammy and Cody. By the way, I, I really appreciated how that started because, you know, that's kind of how Sammy came in too. It was like with Cody, right? Like a little yeah. program with Cody. And it was great. It was they put themselves through it, man. There's some spots that I don't think I'll ever see or necessarily want to see again. Well, that's the thing. Is like to me, it's like look at the match ends. The match should have just ended after after the um, the amazing cutter, like the, the cutter springboard over a ladder onto Cody, who was reaching for the belts on a second ladder. That phenomenal. Was, that was probably the greatest move I've ever seen in wrestling ever, ever, yeah. ever. It was executed so it was so perfectly. flawless. Yeah, and, and the so cutter well done. It is one of my favorite moves, and it, as a finish too, it's beautiful. And props to Cody for taking like the way he sold that was spectacular as well well it looked fairly safe as well even though as dangerous as it was and yeah he kicked out the wonderful but honest to be like to be honest i thought did, we shouldn't even be following that we shouldn't that's that's uh, that's a way we got to see that coat we got to see the crossroads off of the ladder again and that one or pick one or the other and save one for another man like two, it was too much. I'm too. I don't know. It, I love like, it. So we we like it because we're greedy. Yeah, we're greedy. yeah, we are. Sloths. We are. Yeah, you we're we're fucking greedy sloths, and we're like just feed us more because like they gave us more. Yep. That okay? The crossroads, fucking insane, and it looked oh like Cody God, might right? have taken the worst of it. But the most insane thing. To happen was the off the uh, Cody is what is he? He's sta he's on a ladder, lying across the ladder. Oh and, my god! And he so goes and he does a frog's. What does he do? A frog's spot? What did he do? It was he, a senton. He was did a, Matt a senton. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, fucking yeah. senton off the top ladder. Oh my god! And comes down. I thought he was gonna Finn Balor him, and do the coup de gras, because that, that would have been too. great. But yeah. no, no, he goes and he gets a senton and he bounces off a of fucking Cody and snaps up and hits the ground. Yeah, that looked rough. Violently. Yeah. Violently. That looks rough. I'm like, why <laughs> again? We. We should have never seen that. It no. should have never got to that point. But um, I'm like, fuck, first of all, that hurt Cody. And second of all, yeah. that hurt. It looked like it Sammy. hurt Sammy even more so. And little, Sammy little, had to wake flash. up and get to the finish. You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. my God. Like, And I'm watching this with my buddy. He can't fucking believe what he's seen. Yeah, because it's blowing his mind. Yeah, and then you thought that's gonna blow your mind. He was blown mind blowing later when he realized 
Orange Cassidy doesn't give a shit about anything and doesn't barely try to do anything. (laughs) He was like, what, this guy? So his character is he just doesn't fucking care? I'm like, no, not really. Not about anything. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's so good. And he was, and then again, that match was also just fantastic entertainment. Phenomenal. You know, with a lot happening in between. You know, first of all, uh, we had the the oh my god the Jericho Santana and uh, the LAMX yeah. where yeah. it's clear that they're gonzo that the inner circle has been broken. But they but, should be though. Honestly, well, they should. Be. Okay, look at look at look Santana at. and Ortiz should at least be able to do their own thing. Okay, like, wait stand, keep Jericho with Hagar okay. and uh, Guevara. There's your wait, trios. Wait, stand by, stand by a second. <laughs> First of all. You're the tag team in a faction. You're not the one that's going up. Figure that out. Yeah. You're the yeah. tag team in the faction. You're yeah. not the ones that are going up. That faction was made to propel Sammy Guerrero into a star. That's what it the did. faction was for. This is what the booking is for. I'm just going like, this is what it is. Jericho is there to give everyone the rub. Hagar has yeah. his own fucking reputation, but he yeah. needs help because he can't speak. Nope. And then you have then you have the three ones that we need to know. LAX was already one of the best tag teams in wrestling. They were Impact champions. Mm-hmm. They were fucking fantastic when Impact was at, at its best. Um, so, but but they're in the faction with Sammy Guerrero, who's an unknown, good-looking kid. It's clear to me that that's the Rock in the Nation of Domination, and Farouk is the Sammy Jericho. Guevara. So yeah. so when you see Sammy Guevara winning that title in the first match and you're wondering why your place on the card isn't good and why you're not suiting up, it's because that's your you chose the wrong faction to be in. Know your role and shut your mouth. Look at look at right. they now look at is it Jericho's fault that they're in the predicament that they're in? No. no. But is it Jericho's fault like this, is Jericho holding them back? I don't think so. No, but it, so but either. should they stop hanging out? Should they break up the inner circle because of this? Hey, if Eddie Kingston is in their head, and you look at Eddie Kingston and them, maybe that's a better trio than uh, maybe that's a trio, and then they're going to fight Guerrero and Hagar. But it just seems yeah. to be a, a waste of the team. What are going to do champ. with? Yeah, Mox was with Eddie Kingston for a bit, running around the tag team scene. You think they're going to put them back together? Or you think they're going to keep them apart? I don't even know what they're going to do with Mox. Who's he? Okay. Like, what's he's doing? He just wrestled Homicide the other night in a, in a, in a five minute match. That's it. Hey, he's just coming in. I think he's got. I can't remember who he has. Who, who's he lining up right now? I don't know. Somebody. I don't know. He claimed he just flattened Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. Wardlow. It was in his hometown. And in the in the Cody match. Thought he was going to go face. In the Cody match, Cody accidentally bumps Wardlow, Wardlow's uh, sister or friend or somebody that he knew that was with Wardlow because he stopped and he said, I'm sorry. And then he went back into the match. It was kind of funny. And then, and then later on, you realize when Wardlow goes in and gives them a hug. Uh, that's his sisters or his family. Ooh. It's like, oh, that's why Cody apologized to her, not because he was a fa- she was a fan that just got brushed by Cody, but because he probably just met her at the meet and greet like twenty minutes earlier before the fucking went to their seats, <laughs> you know. And then he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to elbow you in the head as I was jumping that rail, you know. Um, but I did it. But he did do it. Wardlow. Is still following the tune, but it's uh, yeah. it's clear to me that uh, once I think I think it's going to happen after he's pinned by CM Punk next week. Maybe Wardlow helps him get that pin. Maybe Wardlow Ooh. knocks him out with the diamond ring. Maybe something Ooh. Wardlow will be wearing the ring while he wrestles, right? So Wardlow Ooh. might knock him out with the ring. Whatever. Maybe he keeps the ring. Maybe he needs to help him out, or maybe it happens after the match, after Mm -hmm. Punk has already left. the 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 break the breakup has to happen next week because 
CM Punk has to squash this to get into that Wardlow thing. That way it gives us leaving the Punk MJF thing, you know. Because it doesn't make sense that they're rushing anything. But if CM Punk, if they have a good match and he lose, but Wardlow, they got to go into this Wardlow thing so that way they can come back to the CM Punk thing later too. Just give us a little tease of MJF and CM Punk because that's what they've been doing so far and it's just making us want it more and more and more. (laughs) It's been working, baby. (laughs) Dude, it's it's wrestling. It's wrestling, baby. It's wrestling. It's the best. Oh, is it the best? Is it the? It's absolutely great. And uh, you know, Britt Baker came out, delivered a fucking great promo in yep. uh, in uh, Cleveland. Who hate Britt because she's from Pittsburgh? And uh, there was speculation that um, Cleveland's own Johnny Gargano was supposed to make a, a, a an entrance last night, but that didn't happen. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what's happening there. Well, well he's that's... got he's just waiting for his lady to have a kid. Oh, is that yeah? Who is he with? Uh, you know, he's with I can't uh, no, uh, the blonde, uh, blonde from NXT, but she was also in PWG before that. <laughs> um, she used to tag with Joey Ryan, I believe, and back when Joey Ryan was at. Um, a person and uh, people liked. Um, I can't even remember her name now. I'm blanking on it, but she's blonde. And uh, God damn it. It's, uh, that's going to bother me. That's gonna, what that, kind of, what that's kind what? of show are we, if we can't even talk about the ass boys, uh, they're going to be in trouble. I love the ass boys. Like, <laughs> they call them the ass boys. Yeah. Like, he just like his name was Badass Billy Gunn. Why aren't they like they went from being the Gun Club to the Ass Boys? Yeah, look, because well, Billy Gunn was Mr. Ass for a bit. Like, I'm the the Ash Boys. No, no, I love Billy Gunn is still Mr. Ass. Like I, <laughs> uh, I saw him wrestle in Kingston maybe two years ago, and he came out to Mr. Ass Man, and I was like so happy, so happy. Oh my god! Yeah, so yeah, Danhausen's gonna make their life miserable. I think Danhausen. Danhausen. Evil. He was underneath there, and he came up and he cast a spell. And is Danhausen just gonna be like, "I'm also your lost son, Sting"? How many lost sons does Sting have? I'm just. I, I'm interested to see how they're gonna use him uh, because I I love this character that he's developed. I like watching him. Uh, like. <laughs> Do pretty much anything. This is a great character, and he's got him crazy over. So to see him interact with the AEW roster is going to be fun. Hopefully, they don't end up feeding him to somebody like Wardlow or something, and he gets to do some fun shit for a while. I hope so too. I hope so too because uh, you know here's a guy who is he's well known. Well, he's so well known in the indie scene that it's that it's landed him on AEW. You know, and this is cool because these are guys. He's been on the indie scene for a long, long time. Yeah. And then you look at another guy like, how great was the interview with Malachi and Brody King? That was great, man. They're doing some great stuff. I can't wait for that program to kick off. Like, so you've got like <laughs> the House of Black, like is a legit like, oof, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're you're yeah, nice. I like it. Like uh, so and then no, go ahead. Go ahead. Like this is the thing too. Is like I. This is why I believe is like the only like. There's so many te- tag teams. They only have one tag title. They really need to step up and get a trios title. I think they they should have a trios title. That should be the next belt that they really look at. Because again, like you know, if you put the the trios like you know Kenny Kenny Omega and the Bucks, they are their trios. Or maybe Kenny Omega or the Bucks and Adam Cole. Maybe they're trios. Or no, Adam Cole and, and Bobby fucking Fish Bobby Fish and, and, Kyle, O'Reilly. and Kyle O'Reilly. They're a trio. Yeah. Like, they could go up against, the you know. The Death Triangle. Death Triangle. Or Eddie Kingston and fucking Santana and, you know, like. Or, or Jericho, <laughs> Samuel Hagar. Like, and, yeah, and, like, they're all these trios. And if, you, and if you get all these trios going at each other, it free ups tag teams. 
So the tag teams can focus. Because FTR is not in a trio with anybody. But, you know, 2.0 is in a trio with Ando Garcia, with uh, Angel Garcia. But, you know, like, there are other trios that are, the you know, that are just out there on their own. Like uh, the... Uh, Matt Seidel, Lee Moriarty, and uh, the Flying Young Boy. There's oh well, Luchasaurus and, and Jungle Boy are technically a tag team on themselves because they're not really doing anything with Christian as a trio. So, so Christian's like their mentor. Uh, he is like their mentor, and uh, you know, and and uh, and they just sort of the other guy is gone. He's gone. He's back in bed. He's somewhere. He's back on yeah, the Mark. Indies. So, so, yeah. So, that's all going on. Now, um, yeah. So, Dynamite was insanely, insanely incredible. Uh, the Orange Cassidy match. His hand was busted open. The big oh spot God. at the end. Yeah. Uh, it was just an incredible, incredible match between these yeah, two. Yeah, it was phenomenal. And... Uh, what a way to bookend the show. Like yep. a show that was so well done and so entertaining. And, uh, yeah, like it's insane. And, like, also they're like, you know, Rampage, which was taped there. You know, Moxley came out on Rampage later because obviously, you know, if anybody's over in Ohio, it's the guy from Columbus, right? It's the guy from the- <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's going to be from fucking, uh, it's going to be Dean Ambrose. It's going to be John Moxley, for fuck's sakes. And oddly enough, there are rumors that people thought he was going to be in the Rumble. Because yeah, that's so dumb. It's, uh, <laughs> they have been putting him in the promos for the build-up to Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns' match. So, but speaking of the Rumble, let's get to the Rumble. And let's talk about this now. First of all... It's a great card. It's a short card, which is what I yep. like because two of the matches are an hour each. So we don't have much time. So we got Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. Nice. This match probably go about 15 to 17 minutes. Yeah. And uh, I think Brock Lesnar is going to come out on the top of this. And were you saying that maybe Sheldon Benjamin might come out and uh yeah something like i can't remember i was turn, like <laughs> yeah you were saying that maybe the hurt business might turn on bobby lashley and side with brock lesnar yeah why not because right? of the history between brock and sheldon yeah. knowing each other back in college uh, when, yeah. i think they both wrestled at minnesota even though they don't need them like you got to give these guys something to do you know give them something to do they're talented guys let them fight it's gonna be great uh yeah. roman reigns versus seth freak and rollins uh, this is going to be another great match. I just expect Roman to win. I don't yeah. think that Seth is in Roman freaking Rollins as Reigns is uh, in his uh, wheelhouse, but you know no. they seem to think so still. Uh, women's championship match: Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Um, well, this under who gives a shit? This is uh. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a really shitty fucking match for Becky. Like, sorry, dude, drop, but I just don't think you're you. I'm not buying into the story of you and Becky Lynch. And no, uh, Becky I don't Lynch, give a shit about it. this is like, uh, this is you know, it's I think it's an easy win for Becky Lynch. Edge and Should Beth, be. uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus the Miz and Marys. I think. Uh, the Miz and Maurice are going to um, win. I uh, think they have the experience wrestling together, and this is not the first time that they've tagged up. And uh, I think that um, maybe Beth Phoenix or Edge might already be sore because maybe they went into the Rumble. I don't know. Um, so the men's Rumble... I'm wondering if the I think the female rumble will probably start the card, and then the men's rumble will probably. close the card. So, I think maybe for that edge though match, if they want to like if they want to stretch their program out a bit more, they'll give the win to the Miz and Maurice. But if they want to wrap it up, it'll just go to Edge and Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I think it's going to go to Miz and Maurice. I really do. 
I really think they uh... stretch the program to mania. Yeah. Yeah, I think All so. Right. Right um on. so now I, I think the women's Raw Rumble is gonna go first or or we'll just do that one first. So so these are the contestants. Now, first of all, okay. the only now there's thirty women, but there's not thirty, 30 women. But there's not thirty women listed. So the, no. there's a lot of opportunity. There's speculation that Ronda Rousey could be making her comeback as well at the the Rumble. If Ronda Rousey makes her comeback, then she wins. I agree. That's it. She if she goes, comes back, she wins. And who does she go after, Becky or, or Charlotte? She goes after Becky. Because, yeah, I think so, too. I think so, too, because Becky's the one that beat her, right? Yeah. Which will be which will be awesome because I think... The Bianca, roles will be because Ronda will be a face and Becky will be a heel. And, uh, and I think uh, Bianca Belair is going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, if, if Ronda Rousey's not in it, I'll give it to Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair. Oh, fuck, yes. Fucking Ronda Rousey. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Fuck, yeah. Forgot about that. Okay, okay. Well, here's what's going to happen. Rousey's going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah. But Bianca Belair is going to eliminate Charlotte Flair. Ooh. So that will be that's going to queue up Belair and Flair for WrestleMania. Okay. Or maybe it's like a a Bianca Belair goes to shake the hand of Flair like Sid and Ronda Rousey throws her out. And then fucking Ronda Rins, Bianca Belair, and Flair are off to the races. And now fucking Ooh. we got Becky versus just use like I was just watching Ric Flair talk about the ninety two Raw Rumble and they said how the end wasn't that great and then Ric Flair said, Well, how could it not be that great? Like how else was I gonna gonna throw out Hogan or Sid? Yeah. He goes, that was the best written. They're off to the races, <coughs> and I'm open for whoever wants to have me at WrestleMania. And yep. I think this is, they should just take from that 92 and fucking do it with Charlotte, you know? I agree. Or something like that. It makes everybody strong. But let's look at the lineup here. We got Bianca Belair. Yep. So she's she's a contender. Liv yep. Morgan. Yep. N- nice to look also at. Also ran. Not, not a contender. Char- Charlotte Flair, contender. Naomi, no. Rhea Ripley, um, yes, contender. Nikki Ash, no. The Bellas, <sighs> Nikki Bella will probably have a a run in there. I wonder if well, I wonder if any of the Bellas will have a run. To be honest, it'd be nice to give Nikki a Bella a run because she's the better of the two. Even though I think it's Brie Bella, but Nikki is the more acclaimed. Carmella, no. Queen Zelina, no. Lita, give a good run to Lita. Michelle McCool, got to respect The Undertaker, so we can't do anything too crazy with her. Kelly Kelly, who should be in and out. Dana Brooke, I'd like to see Dana Brooke throw some people out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be nice. What if somebody tries to pin her in the match, tries to win the 24-7 match in the Rumble? That'd be great. That'd be great. I think somebody should. I think somebody should. And then somebody gets eliminated right after, but now they have the 24-7 title. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fucking something? Who? Um, Natalia, always there. She's going to be an anchor throughout the whole match. It would be, again, it would be cool if Carmella drew, like, number three or something like that and had to go the distance. Like, you know, this is so cool that She's looking to def- win the Rumble to technically defend her title, you know. So she was, a- so she'll get to pick who she faces at WrestleMania. I like that, and too. I like that storyline. Mickey James, I yeah. uh, love it that Mickey James is in. Mickey James coming over from Impact, which Im- I, you leaves- know, it leaves the door open for other Impact uh, players. To me, it's Mickey James. You made a big stink on your way out the door because you felt disrespected that the WWE sent your belongings to you in a trash bag. But then you're like this, yeah, sure, I'll go. As soon as they cut as they come back here, you're like, yep, blah, 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 blah. which is kind of like kind of fucked. It's like, I get it. I get that you're a pro wrestler and it's the biggest game in town. 
but you had a good thing. You're like it's not like you don't have a good thing. You're the Impact Women's Champion. You don't need to go back there. But it's you know, good. But... It's good publicity for them, and maybe they're not the only people from Impact going back. Maybe. Yeah. So why go back? Look why at go there. Back? There are there are nine spots open. Yeah. What fun. if? What if? Alundra Blaze. Well, she probably will be there, and she's also made a decision to throw a belt in the garbage. Um, Paige. Pa- I wish Paige would come back, please. But what about what about um, what about I don't know uh, a duo that currently is the Impact Tag Team Champs? They said they wouldn't. They they said they turned it down. Apparently, of course they did because that's what they wanted us to think. I hope they did. I I hate it if they went back to listen. Why go back to the hand that just spanked the shit out of you? Because being on a show in front of that many people. With the impact titles around your waist, walking into those fucking rings, that's what it's for. That's what it's for. It's for that publicity. It's for putting yeah. like the way they put ECW on a pedestal. They're it's fucking clearly they're working with Impact a little bit, and uh, you know Impact's not working so much. We'll see. With... We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And uh, maybe no. if Mickey James is there. Maybe she can... comes in, gets tossed right out. She gets sandbagged right out. The well, <laughs> possibly, but what about this? Maybe Nick Aldis is in the men's Royal Rumble. Maybe he's going to be there, hanging out backstage with his girlfriend, just hanging out, chilling. All Maybe, of a sudden, man. Nick Aldis is in the WrestleMania Royal Rumble. That's mm. that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty neat. I like that. It's pretty neat. Uh, Aaliyah, Mickey James, uh, Tamina, Shayna Baszler is always a contender. Shayna uh, Baszler's been ruined. I don't give it. Like, she used to be legit, super scary, and now it's just like, eh. Summer Ray. she lose by roll-up. Aaliyah and Shotzi. Alexa, I need therapy bliss. Is she on there? No, she's not. So okay. she's one of the, she's one. Can we please bring back Oscar? I love Oscar. She's one of my favorite wrestlers ever. Why? Where is where is Oscar? Where is Oscar? And where is Bailey? And where is Sasha? Where is where, what is happening? Where is Bailey? Bailey's been gone for too long. Ever. Well, she had like was it knee thing, uh, knee surgery or whatever, like a, a big, big. But old she's knee. not even there for Ding Dong Bailey. Big yeah, Bong. Um. Crazy. I want Bailey back. Like, there's so many. Sasha needs to be there. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, hey, I know they haven't announced Trish Stratus, but all we yeah. have to do is watch their Instagram, like, <laughs> in the next few days. And we'll, like, we watch yeah. their Instagram by Friday. You'll, Saturday will definitely be able to tell. <laughs> yeah, 100%. 100%. Are you going to the airport, are you? Yeah, exactly. Saying goodbye to my kids. Why? Why are you saying goodbye to your kids? Yeah, you know. I hope everything's okay. <laughs> I'm like grabbing my wrestling boots. All right, stop being. I got yeah, we know I what's going on. <laughs> uh, that would be great as well. So the I'm loving the women's Royal Rumble. I do think if Ronda Rousey comes back, she wins it. If not, mm. Bianca Belair wins it. Um, because yeah. Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, that is your main event, I think, for Charlotte at WrestleMania. Could be. And Definitely. Not only that, um, Bianca Belair can press people. So I want to see yeah. her just like, you know. Gorilla press Selena Vega <coughs> into the audience. I want to see her turn into like Jay Cargill for a couple of girls and just throw them over the friggin' ring, right? Yes. Uh, so I think that match is going to be great. I think. The Royal Rumble is my favorite card of the year. It's my... Yeah, oh, I, I agree. I love the Rumble. It was also, for the longest time, my favorite WWF game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It still is. Rumble. I love the Royal Rumble. Um, Fantastic game. The, also, the uh, I've been watching Royal Rumbles all week long. Watch, oh, I watched 92. I watched 2015. I watched 1987. Uh, I watched three Rumbles last week. 
That's like three. That's a lot of hours of wrestling. Not to mention all the wrestling that we normally watch. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I've been capping off my nightcaps by like, oh, here's one hour of wrestling left to watch, you know. And uh, that first one with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, let me tell you, man, like everybody who is anybody was in that one. But the Rumble from 92 is still the best because – the way they, the way Bobby Heenan commentated for it, everything be coming back to Flair, coming back to Flair, it was like every guy that came in just went right after Flair, and it was like, it was really Ric Flair's greatest moment to my, to me in his career was winning that Royal Rumble because he was in from number three to the very end, and it yeah. seemed like everybody came in, whether the WWE knew it or not, Flair had hit like. Ted DiBiase comes in. Yeah, Flair has history with Ted DiBiase. Uh, yeah. Kerry Von Erich comes in. You better believe Kerry Von Erich has fucking history with Ric Flair. You know, yeah, Greg DeHammer exactly. Valentine comes in. Ric Flair has history with Greg DeHammer Valentine. You know, these used to be tag part. You know, they and it, every wrestler that came in. Tell a good story. It was like, this is your life, Rick. It was like, yeah. it was Fight like your life. It was like Ric Flair, even though he, he tried to hide in the Rumble, he kept being visited by the ghosts of his past of people that he's defeated, whether it was Roddy Piper or whether it was like, holy fuck, there's Dusty Rhodes' son, you know, like, and then this Undertaker comes to take him away at the end. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, there's Sid from the Four Horsemen, and he's not helping me? Like, you know, like, everybody was, he, he knew everybody in the WWE at the time. He talked about how great that was. And it's just like, oh my god, just a f- like that was just such perfect storytelling. And so, exactly, bro, so and, good. And that's what I look forward to uh, this Sunday. Now, look, let's look at the men. Uh, here we go. Let's, let's look at the men. Yeah. Look at these. Let's look at these fucking studs. First of let's get, all, let's get a look at these stud muffins. It's like AEW. It's like a lot of tag teams. So we can write off the tag teams right now. Um, you know. First, I think Dominic's going to knock Ray out. Yeah, uh, maybe. So we have Dominic. So we have Austin Theory. Uh, I last time I heard that guy stole an egg. Um, then we have horrible shit with Vince McMahon lately. Yeah, yeah. Sto- the stolen egg is the second worst stolen WWE artifact story that I've heard. Uh, number one being Andrew Vaughn's urn being stolen. And, that fucking makes me so angry. Well, maybe next time don't put a picture of him holding the world title belt so he looks like a wrestling star. Like, I was like, <laughs> these guys probably thought it was fucking John Cena's urn or something like that. They're like, this is a wrestling star. Let's take this. Christ. Like, and I'm like, now they, now we don't know where Andrew is. And I was like, this, is, this can only happen to Andrew. And of all people, him and that yeah, damn belt. Guy. And uh, you know, I was like... It's ridiculous. I love the guy. No, it wasn't a twenty-four. It wasn't a twenty-four-seven title. You don't get to. You don't get to take just, it. You yeah, fucking leave it. That's so, so awful, man. So, I, I like if somebody like. How low though do you gotta be to steal somebody's ashes? Yeah. What the fuck? You Who know, raised you. Well, there have been many matches where the urn has been stolen, but this isn't a different urn. This was like a. It looked like a. Uh, uh, you box. know, like a, a mini, a miniature uh, record case, like, or, you know, like a hi-fi where a record used to be in this, like, Chesterfield or a chest, and then it opened up, and that's where the ashes were in. It looked like a beautiful chest. That's what, it definitely did not look like an urn, but it looked like, it, it definitely looks like it's fucking valuable. It looked like a beautiful chest. That's, a, yeah, it's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. And, and Andrew Vaughn has been on the show. Go back and listen to... Uh, the comedians of Halifax. Oh my God! I watched the promo of it. I'll send the promo of it to you uh, after the show. But it's so the promo is so funny, and I don't even know if we put it up or we might have put it up just once. And because Travis Bomb, I mean Travis Lindsay, drops an end bomb in it, doing a Booker T impersonation. So Travis Lindsay can because Travis Lindsay's black. A... Yeah. But, <laughs> I don't want a video. Andrew didn't do that, did he? No, well, he shouldn't. Okay, so he here's was, here's what happens in the video. White like mayonnaise. So 
Ryan Freed was one of the comedians of Halifax. Love Ryan Freed. Of course, he lets me stay do. on his couch when I go there. Sometimes. We all know he's he's the 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 fair chase the the chair face guy, chair in the face guy, as yeah, now by, we call yeah. him. Yeah. Chair, chair face Ryan. Chair, chair face Ryan. So yeah. we all love Ryan, and he's been on the show uh, several times. And yeah. so when he was first on, he was on the episode of the comedians of Halifax, which was him, Travis Lindsay, and Andrew Vaughn and myself in a hotel room smoking weed doing my podcast and then ryan had to go early but he didn't stay around for the promo so we missed to do the promo so we went down we got his headshot photocopied and then we went up to do him in the promo and so i was like this week on talking wrestling i got the comedians of halifax and over on this shoulder i got the kid and the trash lindsay goes the kid and i was like yeah and over this shoulder I got, and he's like, the big cat. And that's Andrew Vaughn. And yeah. he's holding the picture of Ryan Freed. And I'm like, and who is this here? He goes, this is Ryan, the man who likes to leave early Freed. And then he goes, <laughs> and he rips the paper in half. But nobody goes, but no, as he's ripping the paper in half, Travis Lindsay goes, we're coming for you, N-bomb. And he drops the N-bomb. And he does the Booker T line. Now, he's black, yeah. so it's okay for him. But I was like, oh, my God, you can't say that. We have to do this again. And the <laughs> best is, and then it ends with Andrew Vaughn going, but I've already ripped the picture. <laughs> <laughs> so, clearly, That's a great open. That's we a great could open. never get another picture of Ryan Freed. No, no, no. no. We couldn't do that. <laughs> but it was just so that the thing. We've already ripped the picture, and he's holding it in that. two. Oh fuck! Really it was. It's so funny. So here we go. We got the Mysterios. You think they're gonna release? Each, they're gonna something happen with each other? That's great. I, I think. Like that. I think Dominic is gonna toss Poppy out. Because all the because what's great about the lum, the Rumble also is all the stories within the Rumble. Uh, we yeah. got we got uh, Ford and Dawkins, so we got the Street Profits. We got Sheamus. We got Madcap Moss. I don't know who that is. I'm sorry. He hangs out with uh, Happy Corbin. Well, we have Happy Corbin, too. And nice. uh, if Happy Corbin's eliminated, we're going to have a happier Corbin. <laughs> That's Ooh. me. Kofi Kingston. He's, he's a potential winner, always. You know what? That... I hope somebody just I and I hope when Kofi Kingston gets tossed out, he just lands. Let him just fucking land. <laughs> Enough with this yeah. do with the Kofi stuff. I'm so tired. I'm gonna flip onto a chair with the security guards back. Fuck off. And you're back you're outside the, the ring, you are thrown out, you're fucking done. That should First be time the rule. Sammy Zayn is gonna be in the match. Yeah. And he's feuding right now with Johnny Knoxville, who's also in the match. Something you never thought you'd say, eh? Um, I'm not surprised that I'm saying it though. Uh, there better be a wrestling segment in the new Jackass movie. Oh, there totally is. There totally is a crossover. Yeah. United States champion Damian Priest. That's a guy that could could win it. Could win it all. AJ Styles could also win it. Yeah. Big E could also win it. Kevin Owens, I'd like to see win it. Yeah, poor Kevin. The bad rude dudes. Dolphin Rude. Neither of those Rude guys are going to win it. We got the uh, Otis and Chad Gable, the tag team champions. They're not going to riddle. They're going to eat it. Almost no. originally was my original idol. Was the original. Was almost. We also got Randy Orton and we got Riddle. But what yeah. do we not have? Nick Aldis. He could be in there. We don't have. There's, there's, there's room for six guys. At least six guys. Come back. Well, you got to assume there's going to be one throwback guy coming back at least. Who's that going to be? Uh, one throwback guy. Who they featured lately? Does does maybe does Bobby Lashley come in <laughs> after losing? Well, this isn't a title or a no, like MVP. Does does Bobby Lashley come in maybe after losing to Brock? Who knows. Or does uh, does Edge come in later on after lose? Or does the Miz come in after losing? They're like who's who's in this card earlier in the night that could also come back and be a part of this match? 
Yeah, who's not exactly? Um, yeah, there's a multitude of people that could, man. Like, and who? This is what I like about the Rumble is like this is <laughs> this is I think their best pay per view. It's like you don't know what's coming. This is when they can legit surprise you, legit get a nice healthy pop out of you. And like they should, they should really be taking advantage of it. Like X Pac should come back. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, Drop some uh, Bronco Buster. Somebody try not to tear his asshole open. That could be someone. Or, or that was the most horrific thing I've ever seen in in life. By the way, and I'm so glad that he's better and wrestling again. Holy shit! I'm trying to think of who I would like to see to come back. Well, of course, John Cena would be the best. But well, it would be amazing. It would be amazing. Just John Cena just to come back. And if he could come back in his Peacemaker outfit, that would be even better. <laughs> like, like if, if Cody Rhodes can wear that Homelander outfit, why can't John Cena come back as Peacemaker? That would be fucking fun. Why not actually even better? Let's put Peacemaker in the Royal Rumble. Can we do that? Can we do that, please? Is there any way I hope to make so. it possible? I honestly, I fucking hope so. Because I would, I would like to see that. Um, Eagly! Uh-huh. <laughs> it would be so, great. so great. Or even if, like, they, what if they did a promotion with, uh, with the show and, uh, and they had them all at ringside, but Cena was we like, well, why isn't Cena there? Oh, well, we know why Cena isn't there. But Cena doesn't come out as Cena. They fucking, it comes out as Peacemaker. Peacemaker. To the Peacemaker Absolutely. or to Hanoi Rocks. You know, fucking 11 Street Gang. Fucking, they played that I want him to come into his music, bro. It's so great. It's so great. Yeah. What was the, I love John Cena. I'd love to see him come back. I used to. I hated John Cena. So did I. I hated him. So did I. I still hate him as a wrestler. I don't like John Cena. I'll tell you, these are the moments that flip me on Cena. Okay. His feud with The Rock. Where they did back to back WrestleManias, those yeah, two matches okay. were fantastic. The build up was fantastic. He went toe to toe with them. He humiliated the Rock when the Rock first came back, mm-hmm. where the Rock had all of his notes on his hand, and John Cena is like, "You got your notes fucking written on your hand, bro. This is from the heart, bro." Like, I was never a big fan of the Doctor of Thugonomics, but I hated it. but the Rock Cena thing really made me admire Cena more. And then um, when Cena lost to Brock at SummerSlam, when Cena, when Brock first came back and broke Cena's nose, and then he had to wrestle him at SummerSlam, and then he wrestled him at SummerSlam, and Cena took, what, 18 fucking German su- Brock suplexes? Yeah. Like, that's where Suplex yeah, City was great. invented. That's and <laughs> And the fact that Cena agreed to do that match, respect. And then... Okay. The third one was my buddy used to work for the WWE, and I, I don't know. I shouldn't really tell this story on the air. Don't do it. Don't do it. You tell it to me after. I will tell it to private. you after. Private. <laughs> I get a private story, and you guys don't. But this story involves John Cena, and it was the final block in making me like and love John Cena. Plus, I loved him on Divas. And not only that... um, I just think he killed it in Suicide Squad. He was so good. He was so good in Trainwrecked. Uh, he's good in his movies. He's that guy that makes the Make-A-Wish kids happy. You know, like, so many Make-A-Wishes this guy yeah, grants. So he works many. so hard. And I just have so much respect for him. Because, like, he lives his creed. <laughs> you know, uh, when then, I remember one time I was sitting at the SmackDown. And a black guy was sitting beside me. And he's like, who you here to see for? Who you here to see? And yeah. I was like, I don't know. I'm here to see so many people. And I was like, I'm here to see uh, this guy and this guy and this guy. He's like, yeah. I'm like, who you to see here? Who you want to see? And he's like, man, I want to see I want to see John Cena. And I was like, you know what? I want to see John Cena, too. He's like, you do? And I'm like, yeah, I'm changing my answer. I want to see John Cena. You know what I want? To, you know what I want to hear right now? I want to yeah. hear those motherfucking horns. And I'm, I'm all of a sudden, burr, I'm, burr, I'm, burr. as I'm talking more black to him, I'm getting more like 
I, I want to I hear the motherfucking horns. I want to see the motherfucking horns. You know, like all of a sudden I feel, think that I'm like black, like doing that thing. You're really? Yeah, really? So I'm like, I want to hear the motherfucking horns. And then all of a sudden, it comes out. And we both uh, like cheered and we high-fived each other. Never met this guy. Never seen him before again in my life. There you go. It there was such go. a great moment. Um, Wrestling fans are the best. Some of them are weird as fuck, though. So, yeah. So anyway, um, who's gonna win the Royal Rumble? The men's Royal Rumble? Who are we gonna see wrestling uh the champ who are the first of all, who Roman Reigns will be the champ and Brock Lesnar is gonna be the champ. So it's gotta yeah. be somebody that's gonna have a match with these guys. The Rock. It's not gonna be the Rock. But the like Rock. Look at it's uh who could be John Brock, the Rock Cena. And who could beat Roman? Like I would love to see Roman AJ Styles. I would love to see those guys go at it. Corey I would also, Graves. but it's got to be somebody else that's coming in because none of these people, I can't see any of these people in the main event of WrestleMania except for Randy Orton. Wyndham Rotunda. No, oh, that's one of the people that they think is coming back. Bray Wyatt, the Beast, yeah, the Fiend, maybe. the Fiend. Might return. Maybe. So that's something. Right? We don't know. If the Fiend. I'm excited. I'm super excited to see who it is. This is what I love about the Rumble. If Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt could win the Royal Rumble if he comes back. If, he, if it's him. Oh, he should if he comes back. Or else it's a waste. It's stupid. And they've done it again. Yeah. His fucking vignettes he's been making have been phenomenal. He's been making vignettes on YouTube, right? Yep, and they've been phenomenal. So that's what they're teasing. He's coming, even though they fired him for the the kayfabe. Yeah. Well, he showed what's it called? He he showed the promo for that WrestleCon thing with uh, Adam Schur and Eric Redbeard versus Enzio and uh, what's his name? Oh yeah, can't remember. But yeah, ooh, spooky, 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 spooky. (laughs) All right, so Bray Wyatt could be the winner. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Other than that, I'm going to say, uh, fuck, maybe Big E. Maybe Big E. Like, is that push on Big E for real? Let's see them push him again. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Let's see, man. I feel bad for them, like, uh, for Big E. Like, Ooh, feel word. bad for, for fucking Xavier Woods, you know? Yeah. yeah He's the one I that's do. stuck in a tag team with Kofi. And feel bad for yeah. Kofi. Because they finally did it right. They made him the world fucking champion. They took it away just as fast as they gave it to him, you know? Which yeah, he really got sucked. Stopped. Now, that's pretty much it. That's it. That's all. We got stopped. our... Stopped! We got, we, got, we, got we got our... Oh, maybe Gunther. Maybe Gunther might win the Royal Rumble. I hate that name. Of course, we all hate the name. Gunther. He might come in. He'll knock out a couple. Him and Omos will eliminate each other. Maybe. That would be something you'd want to see. Almost yeah. and uh, almost and uh, Gunther going yeah. at each other. I That's something. That. What about I maybe Cameron Grimes? Maybe he's into the rumble. Nah. And he maybe he's going to go to the moon. Yeah, Omos will throw him there. That's somebody's got to. Ah, ah, I think ah, almost ah. will set the record for eliminations. He, if he comes in early enough, he should. You know, like, or like, how do you use a guy that big? You know, like you got to give him, you got to give him the win, or at least a super dominant stretch. Or he comes in and gets taken out by complete fluke right away. Or by everybody, like, or everybody by everybody, just, right? Everybody, like, right? Yeah. We'll see what they do. I'm excited to see. It's... Yeah. It'll be cool. It'll be cool if Otis could get him on his, like, fireman carry. Because Otis yeah. is so small, but to see that guy so thick, is that even possible? Well, he's thick. He's, he's thick. Oh, no, Otis could squat almost, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I would yeah, like to see probably. that. But, um, yeah, well, that is it, folks. We're, we're, this, like, we're, Fucking, we started talking wrestling. We fucking ended it talking wrestling. There were no, there was no, uh, there's no, no, this is all meat, no potatoes this episode, bud. All for 
just a couple good games, boys. Talk about good sports like wrestling. Just a couple of good Canadian boys. Good good Canadians. Thanks. Good Canadian boys. Uh, folks, Reese Turner. Reese Turner, where, where are you going to be this week? What's going on? This week, I uh, just got the late night sesh over on YouTube there. Check Wednesday, that out. 10 p.m. Check that out. And uh, I will be nowhere. I'll be watching the Royal Rumble. And uh, I will be here next week. And Jeff McHenry will be joining us on the Royal Rumble. This is going to be very exciting because – uh, he was he he did the Survivor Series. You know we have him booked on the Big Four, and uh, he did the Survivor Series. But then the Survivor Series episode didn't air because uh, because of the tragic death of Matt Billen, and uh, so he's back for the Royal Rumble. And we'll hopefully none of my friends uh, kill themselves this time. And uh, I know it's hard to say, but that's what happened, and I'm gonna talk about it. It's not a wrestling <laughs> angle. You know, this is not a loser leaves town match. It's a loser leaves earth. And uh, I, he's not a loser. He's one of my best friends. And uh, God bless. And, uh, and uh, you know, he's uh, he's in a better place, hopefully. Anyways, well, that's, well, that's a weird end of way, way to end the story. Well, we're the podcast. That's weird. <laughs> All right, for Matty Billen, for myself, he's Corbin, for Reese Turner, and for Never Sleeps Network. Uh, we'll talk at you later. We'll talk at you next week with the review of the Royal Rumble. Until then, uh, enjoy wrestling. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay hungry. And uh, snap yeah. into a slim gym. Snap into a slim gym. That's the best. All right. <laughs> we'll talk at you next week. Later. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. Never Sleeps Network.